everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello again. Welcome to another edition of On Mike with Jordan Rich, where conversation is alive and well. Conversation with creative people who have a lot to say and a lot to offer. You're about to meet a true Renaissance woman. She's a musician, a composer, producer, and singer with a brand new album to talk about. Title track, Just Breathe. Her name is Patty Panzerino, a.k.a. Pidgey. And on today's episode, a celebration of life, of perseverance. Pidgey was born with SMA, spinal muscular atrophy. But the former Miss Wheelchair Massachusetts has not allowed life in a wheelchair to post any limits on her. Here she is singing the title track of her album, Just Breathe. got a growing fan base of people in and out of the music business, and her story is one that will inspire us all. Let's talk with this talented lady, welcoming Patty Panzerino, a.k.a. Pidgey, to join us now on Mike. I am thrilled to meet you. You're uh, certainly a lady with a great sense of accomplishment. You've done a lot. And let's talk about the nickname, first of all. <laughs> well, my real name is Patricia, and when I was a, a, a child... That was a nickname, Pidgey. My mom just called me Pidgey, and it really stuck. It's a, I, it's, yeah. It's a good nickname. It's it's hard to forget. So, Pidgey, you, you've already somebody, someone thought I was um uh, when I was young. A friend of mine's like, oh, I'm gonna go get Pidgey, and they're like, Pidgey, what's a Pidgey? You know. Well, it sounds like a baby pigeon, but that's about the only thing that I could come up with at the moment. Uh, but you're here, and that's what counts. Uh, the fact that you're doing this music now as you are, and we'll talk about it in a sec, and the fact that you're on a tour and doing all kinds of cool things is really impressive, particularly with, well, some of the challenges that you face. And I know you're happy to talk about some of those. Absolutely. Um, I was born with spinal muscular atrophy type 2. And that was in the in the the early sixties. They did not know too much about it, so we were really um, kind of forging through where no man has gone before, so to speak. Right. Um, I had an older sister who had it as well. She since she's deceased. Mm -hmm. She was um twelve years older than me, and um, a lot of trial and error. My parents were very inclusive with making things work so I could participate as much as I could. Um, quality of life. I was mainstreamed. Back then it was more difficult, but it was really good. And started um, taking piano lessons yeah. when I was six. 
And now the good news is there's been more research and more breakthrough medicine to help you. You want to just catch us up to date? Because you're doing a lot of really cool things now that this disease is not keeping you from doing. What's been happening medically? Well, as the um, years went by, I'm just going to go back for a moment. We never knew that it was slightly progressive. I found that out in my 20s. And that was like, oh, my God, mm. you know, kind of rough. So things started to kind of not work as well. Right before the breakthrough medications came out, I was having a hard time talking a lot. I would get winded, singing a lot. And I started with RISD, which is a RNA splicer that I take every day. Mm-hmm. It's oral, it's very simple to take. And it, it started to re, kind of re-put together the motor neurons that tell your muscles to, to work. So my breathing and speaking and singing has since gotten a lot, a lot stronger. And um, that's why I did this. This is like a very triumphant album. <laughs> It's called Just Breathe, which makes perfect sense <laughs> from, from where I'm sitting. It makes perfect sense. And you're doing more yeah. than more than breathing, Pidgey. You're, you're singing. You've got a great group of musicians. In fact, I was reading the list of backup musicians, and every one of them is uh, high marks, man. These are some cool cats. Tell us about them. Yes, I'm very thankful that they decided to work. Um, first of all, I have Christine Ullman. She was my... She is my vocal coach and mentor and friend. So she's on the album with backup vocals. I have Bobby Torello on drums. I also have Liberty DeVito on three songs. Um, as we all know, he's from Billy Joel. Bobby Torello played with Johnny Winter. Um, I had Al Ferrante on guitar, and he played with um, Edgar Winter, Cindy Lauper, among others, he's amazing. Scott Spray, bass player for Johnny Winter. In fact, he's on the um, the documentary about Johnny Winter. And Ron Rifkin, who played with Charlie Carp, the late, wonderful Charlie Carp, and uh, a little bit of the Allman Brothers. Amazing musician. No, no big names. <laughs> no big names. I'm I, kidding. Oh, I also, I also have um, Bill Holloman. He's an amazing brass musician on one of my tunes. So, yeah, it was really amazing. You have an expression that I was reading uh, when I was reading up on you about what music means to you and to life in general. Probably a lot of theories on music and how it's a universal language. Share your thoughts and your philosophies about how the music works in your life. Well, everyone talks about inclusion. And I, I say that... Music is inclusion by its very nature. It knows no boundaries. Anyone can be, you know, you can walk down the street and whistle a tune, you know, or you can be a Grammy winner. I mean, it's, it's really is the inclusion. You write music, too. Inspiration. Where does it come from? Life. Life. Life in general. Um, I will. I really believe music flows through me all the time. I'll get an idea and be like, oh, I have to run to my computer. I have like a, um, 
computer, um, what do you call that? Like a, almost like a home studio. Mm-hmm. So I lay down tracks mm-hmm. and um, actually draw the notes. I'll do bass lines and then do lyrics and then melody and whatever hits me. And um, with the pandemic, that gave a lot of thought to just a lot of ideas and struggles people had. It'd be very easy for somebody like you to just fold up your tent early in life and complain and say it's not worth it and why me? And I know that that must enter into your mind occasionally, but man, you've got an attitude that is infectious. Where does that come from? Extend from family and friends early on? Yeah, it's family. It's I am a woman of faith. Um, I rely on my faith, too. Um, my family, um, I have very supportive people around me, my husband. There are days. I mean, one of my songs is called The Finest Gift, and the first three words are there are days. Mm, There are days, yeah. We all go through days like that, but the key is don't stay there. You know, maybe for a day, have like a mental health day, pamper yourself, slow down, do not stay there. You know, and it's okay. A lot of people get feel like, oh, you know, you're so happy. I can't be sad. I'm like, yes, you can. I have days like that. You know, we all do. We're all human. <laughs> Indeed, we are. Um, we talked about the medicine that's breakthrough. What about technology? And you just mentioned your home system, your studio. There have been developments over the last 50 years that have really made life a lot easier for people in, in your position, haven't there? Yes, and for my life in particular, as the d- disease progressed, technology progressed. So as my strength went down, technology went mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I got my first Howard chair when I was 12, and that's hilarious to have a 12-year-old with a power chair, <laughs> like racing around the neighborhood with my friends. I I never played Red Light, Green Light when I was really young. So I was like, I can play now, you know. And <laughs> I kind of was, you know, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. The van, I have a van. Right. And now it has a, it's much easier to um, get in and out of with all the, it's all push button now. Uh, power chairs. The keyboard I played, I used to play keyboards, but my hands got weaker. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the little bit of a loss. But the keyboard I played had many keys, so it was a smaller scale. I didn't have to reach so far. So lots of technology, respiratory stuff. It's amazing what they what, have now. What, one of the things that stands out in your bio, Pidgey, is, I mean, I've heard of wheelchair basketball but wheelchair karate and you're a champion by the way what oh, yeah. that that one that one really tickled me wheelchair karate yeah it was developed by a, a an amazing guy named um he was my sensei in college tony Schifano. Mm-hmm. um and it was when i was my arms were more mobile they use a lot of technique with balance throwing someone off balance a lot of it was your attitude too. It really helped with like my self-esteem, my not not feeling like I was like could be a victim or out of control. Yeah. It kind of gave you like a really, 
What what are the um, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but the stats in terms of SMA, spinal muscular atrophy, in terms of of how many people develop it in the course of a year. Do you have any basic information about that? Because I mean, we've heard of muscular dystrophy, of course, but this is a specific uh, disease. Do we know how many are affected? Yes, I believe it's one in six thousand mm. live births. Mm-hmm. Um, it does fall under the umbrella of the Muscular Dystrophy Association. It's one of the related neuromuscular diseases. Um, It doesn't affect your feeling sensation. Um, Like the motor neurons aren't giving enough to the muscles. Um, And there's a, they isolated the gene and that's what started all the breakthroughs. Because now, this medicine goes in and fills in the gaps of the RNA strand. It's it's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. What would you like to tell people uh, who who are unaware and don't have any of their friends or relatives in, challenged by a disease like this? What should people know just on the outside? What would you like them to know about you and about people like you? Well... It's funny because there's a new thing called person first. Not saying, well, she's a disabled person. She's a person with a disability. In other words, it's not totally who I am. It's something that I live with. I'm not SMA. You know, um, also, just to... Everyone... A disabled person with a disability, like a person. Yeah. I mean, we're we're just, and there's more of us. And um, I'm surprised that today anyone would not know someone with some kind of a disability. Maybe not SMA, but. One thing that's interesting, too, and and you and I are of a certain age, you are a person who both preceded and then followed the Disabilities Act of the early 90s, which was so important and so wide-ranging in terms of its changes. Must be quite a, a sea change in your life before and after that. Oh, yes. The people, like, before all the, for instance, curb cuts, you know, mm-hmm. I would take a walk down a sidewalk come to a cross street and have to find a driveway to get off the sidewalk. Now there's curb cuts, um, buildings have to be accessible. We have a, we have accomplished a lot, but we do have a lot more to go. Yeah. Um, I think the barriers that are harder are attitudinal barriers and, um, supports. Like a lot of people have long-term supports like I have personal care attendants that I hire and mm-hmm. I manage my own staff. And that's something that needs a lot more work. Like there's no benefits for them, especially post pandemic. It's been a hard mm. road to find people and they need that's, to improve. That's kind of cool. You're caring about the caregivers. Good for you. That uh, that says, oh, yeah. says a lot about about you. Um, now you're going on a tour. As we record this in late February, you're planning what? Some spring stuff in 2023. I'm starting in June. 
mm-hmm. Northeast, the 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 Pidgey all revved up Northeast tour. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, title of one of my songs. I have um a publicist, Rick Elberly from New York. He's been my publicist, and he's working on venues and. Great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with um the name droppers. It's going to be Pidgey and the Name Droppers. Pidgey and the Name Droppers. Well, you dropped a bunch of names in terms of your backup group, and uh, I thought that was most impressive. What's really impressive is the idea that you write songs and you sing them and you produce albums. I mean, the most I've ever done is whistle off-key in the shower. I mean, I can't. So you've you've got uh, miles and miles and miles of progress (laughs) when it comes to music, as far as I'm concerned. Over little old me. But it's really exciting. And what have you heard from people in the community uh, that that are dealing with SMA and other disabilities? What kind of feedback do you get from people who could use this kind of inspiration? Uh, people really, um, they like it. They like the album. They, they are very encouraged. And let's see, I've, I've gotten um, amazing reviews. And none of them were bad. I even said to my publicist, it won't hurt my feelings if I get a bad review. He said, well, there aren't any. um, So thank God for that. Trust me, it's better to get good reviews. You don't need any bad, just because they spell your name right. No, you want good reviews and you deserve them. (laughs) But but, um, um, so this is spreading out into the community of people with disabilities and SMA and, you know, and people are like, wow, this is, Great, and I I do want to encourage people to just go after their dreams, you know, take one step at a time, and and that's what happens. You are right on target with that, and you're not only talking the talk, you're you're doing it, you're making it happen, and I think that's fabulous. By the way, let's let's give a shout out to your website, and it's pidgeysmusic.com, but spell Pidgey for our listeners. I think that's important. Yes, I, I've gotten lots of Christmas cards that say "Dear Piggy." <laughs> it's um P I D as in David G I E, so it's Pidgeys. Music.com. Yeah, real name Patty, and it's, uh, what's the last name, Panzerino? Yeah, my real name is Patricia Panzerino. Oh, what a nice Italian gal. Look at that. Yeah, huh? a little bit, you think? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Well, yeah. the, the CD is coming out now. It's all, uh, it, it's so exciting. It's called Just Breathe. It's a wonderfully produced uh, CD with uh, most of the music written by you, I guess, right? Just about every cut? Yes, uh, we. I do one cover. Of I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nina Simone had uh, sang that in the '60s. It was a civil rights, big civil rights song. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to Vic Stephens from Horizon Music Group. He is the producer of the album. There's a wonderful studio in West Haven, Connecticut. I wanted to just—he really made. This a beautiful CD. Well, you're yeah. a beautiful lady, and I don't doubt you'll continue to do this. And good luck on the summer tour. It sounds like great fun, and I know that uh, you have a smile on your face uh, when you do these podcasts. I'll bet you'll be double smiling <laughs> when you're on stage doing your music. So Yes, uh, that's my happy place for sure. Well, very nice to meet you and to share a bit of your story. People can find out more at pidgeysmusic.com. Good luck, my dear. Thank you so much. 
It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Find out more about this incredible lady. Go to pidgeysmusic.com, P-I-D-G-I-E-S music.com. Check out her latest album called Just Breathe. Her music and life philosophy, definitely something to grab onto. Pidgeysmusic.com. That'll do it for us. Thanks, as always, for subscribing and downloading, rating and reviewing this podcast, and for sharing it with family and friends. Now, a growing family around the world. J.R. Jordan Rich, signing off, as always, with these words. Be well so you can do good. Take care. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.